What's up, Steve? Uh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I looked over. I, was, I looked over twice. I was like, "Well, he's got him on." <laughs> he's talking into the microphone. Yeah, it's my first time on the board. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, hey, there it is. Please welcome Detex Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering. What's going on, Ted? Steve, I think I'm still full from Friday. Dude, we ate like champions. That I tell you what, that Vista Steakhouse is delicious. It's I, I keep telling people, I'm like, you know, you gotta try if you're a fan of steak. It's, it's my favorite steakhouse. I mean, there's a lot of great... We're very there lucky is, yeah. in Washington, in Seattle proper, and everywhere around here. Like, there's... You could just throw out as a topic, favorite steakhouse. We'll probably get, like, 15 different places people will give, and they're all legitimately great. For me, I, I love Vista Prime Steak and Seafood. Yeah, I always tell people, like... Right, like, I know some people down at the Met, so, like, I'm a little partial sure. to them. and they're great. And they are. But I think, right, anytime you get to that upper echelon of steakhouse, whether it's the Met, Daniel's Broiler, any, mm-hmm. those places are all great. Yeah, it's just like, okay, but, well, which one are you going to that night? Yeah, but the Vista, <laughs> like, I'm shocked. Like, it stood out. I was oh, like, damn, that is delicious. Yeah, if you're at the Snoqualmie Casino and you, you win big, go straight over to Vista and spend it all right there. Yeah, right? Oh, uh, man, we, we spent a good chunk of change, and I don't regret a dime of it. No. It was awesome. It was. I was saying, even those carrots were delicious. That was the funny part. We went on the air and I'm like, look, steaks are great. I don't think I need to tell you guys. Like, you know, we, we got, well, we got the ribeye this yeah. time. We've had the tomahawk, the filet mignon. I've never had a bad steak over at Vista. But the thing I walked away from was how amazing the brown butter carrots were. They were on that and the bread. I mean, I was, that's what I'm saying. Like the over, like the steak, don't get me wrong. The steak was delicious. Like right. I, you know, like. But those carrots and like the bread, the dessert, the cheesecake, the desserts, those those uh, those chocolates, the chocolates. What do we have? Uh, oh, I can't. The seafood scallops. The, sca- oh, I the forgot scallops. Had those. Rockefeller. Like I was like, oh my god, those were good. They were amazing. The the Caesar salad, which they prepare right in front of you, always awesome. great. Like we've we've done that every time we've gone, and it's. Always I mean, awesome. it's it's one of the best Caesar salads I've ever had in my life. Yeah, it is. Like I could just eat that. Yeah, I'm and glad I didn't just eat that because there was other great food, but I could just eat that. Yeah, when they make it table side from scratch, you're just like, oh. Jesus, this is good. And we had our dude Brian serving us. He's awesome, good dude. Uh, yeah, we met Michael, the bartender. The bartender called me a hipster. Uh, that was the best part. <laughs> the night's nearly done. We're having cheesecake. I wanted some coffee with my cheesecake. Ted decided to get a little bit of a nightcap of a drink. And what did you order? Fernet. I yeah. I, uh, isn't that a former running back for the Seahawks, Justin Fernet? <laughs> <laughs> right. So. It's not a super popular liquor, liqueur, but it is technically a digestif, so you should have it after dinner. <laughs> the best part is, Ted orders it, they realize they didn't even have it in the bar, so they had to go to the bar like across the casino. Yeah. To the other bar that they have at the casino to go get that and dust it off. And he's like, right, just take the bottle. And then the bartender comes over, he's like, yeah, I was wondering, like, who's the hipster? And I was like, oh, man, it's just me. And it turns out he's a listener of the show. Yeah. So what's up, Michael? Really cool guy. We had a couple of listeners as well. It was just an awesome experience. It was. And that guy on the piano was playing jams. Dude, he did Lil Nas X, Old yeah. Town Road. I know. And what else did he do? He did a couple. Was there? I think he did an ACDC. There was a couple rock ones. Yeah. And I felt like we might have heard a Drake song in there, too. We did. Yeah. I can't remember which one. I tipped him for us. I know. Yeah. I know that was awesome. <laughs> I didn't. 
I meant to. And then ah, I, I threw in enough for both of us. I was gonna. Then I went to the bathroom, and then I f- we were about to leave, and I forgot the chocolate, so I ran and got the chocolates, and then everything kind of fell apart after that. Yeah, so that's the other thing. When you leave this restaurant, they give you a little uh, like, chocolate-covered caramel with with sea salt on. I think house they only, made. What's that? They're in their house made. Yeah, I yeah. think they only give you one. We were lucky; we got two. Oh, you know that's what happens when you know Brian. So Steve and I right I hope after this, get fired for that. Brian, <laughs> Brian, oh man, you'd feel bad. We've been asking where those two chocolates went. <laughs> so right, so we get home. Steve's like, yeah, and I text Steve. I was like, oh my god, these chocolates are unreal. Unbelievable. I, yeah, like I wasn't hungry. I was like, oh, I'll try one. I was like, and I'm eating the other one. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, awesome. I can't believe they make those in house. Do they also do um uh like uh, they're they do cupcakes? They're like they're some of their pastries. I'm not sure where which restaurant has those. We did them at Live Day. All right. And one of the ladies that makes them, they brought them to us, and they were like, they called them the Elvis cupcake, and it was like a peanut butter, chocolate, banana. See, man, bacon. You're, oh, it's amazing. Yeah, Live Day's fun up there, but we don't have a brand ambassador on our show, man. You're getting a hookup. Dude, I felt like a baller that night. On Friday night, not only was it like they said, Brian's like, oh, I see you're our brand ambassador here tonight. And yeah. Like, That's right. I'm not an endorser. I'm a I'm brand ambassador. ambassador. Yeah. And then one of the guys... It felt like we were like on in like on on the set of like a James Bond film because one of the employees he I think he's the manager of Vista he walks by with like one of those push carts for all like the like, like if you're making something table side right so as he's going by he just slows down by us hands over an envelope and then just keeps going and it was like almost like he's handing us our mission that or it seemed like a mafia payoff right and it was a gift card for, yeah. for some of that covered some of the uh the dinner that we had we went a little crazy but not too crazy like the no. last time <laughs> no last time the first the first time we went the gift cards basically did us no good it didn't even put a dent into what we did because we got tomahawks and those weren't cheap no what did we share one i think we, we must have how, like you keep talking, how do you keep talking about everybody's getting a tomahawk i'm like steve nobody's eating a tomahawk on their own <laughs> Except an NBA athlete. I had it in my head that we each ordered one ourselves. And then when I looked on the menu, I'm like, oh, they must have removed that that option because there's no way I ordered a 42-ounce steak for myself. That's why I was like, dude, I've gotten it at the Met with another buddy or I've even been there with three buddies that have split that tomahawk. And you're like, we're each getting a tomahawk. And I I was like, for a week, I'm like, Steve's losing his mind. (laughs) So then I see Steve and I go, did you look at those prices and what the tomahawk? And he's like, yeah, 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 my bad. We don't have to do all that. That's like like our entire gift card. Then you just said it again. I'm like, dude, trust me. I can eat some steak. There is no chance we put down each and left nothing. That'd be impressive. One day we're doing that, Ted. Oh, man. When we win the lottery. Right. Look, I'm not even worried about the price at this point. I'm just worried about the amount of meat. Yeah, that was. I was like, how did we polish off 42 ounces each? Right. Sense we didn't. <laughs> oh man! All right, so two things this week. Yes, Number sir. one, keep pushing. You know, uh-huh. you get knocked down, you got to get back up. I, I, you know, I'm right there. It's tough, stuff recovering after December. Yes. But, you know, like, I'm like, oh, come on. We've got to get back into it. Uh, you know, just, I mean, I've been lifting it stuff, but just with the diet. So I'm sure, you know, if you're there, cool. If not, not. If you fell off your resolution, hop back on, whatever. Yeah, you, you know, crush just, some cheesecake on a Friday night. Oh, don't do it on a Saturday night. <laughs> you're right. Uh, but yeah, just, you know, just keep pushing. And then the other advice I'd give people, now it depends on how your girl is. Uh-oh. But next weekend is the Super Bowl. The day I after, say it's Valentine's Day. Right. The day after that is Valentine's Day. My suggestion, 
You don't want a fixed menu. You want your girl. This is how you sell it. Honey, you want the full menu. The, all the options available. I say you celebrate Valentine's this weekend. Yes. Right? Yeah. Especially because Valentine's going to be on a Monday mm-hmm. or it's Super Bowl Sunday. Like, more than likely, you're not going to want to go out no. that Sunday or Monday. So I'm saying this weekend, you got the stupid Pro Bowl, college hoops, that's it. Like, plan something nice with your girl this weekend. Get it done. Yeah. Yeah. Get, and it'll probably be easier-ish to get a reservation at a nice restaurant. Yeah. And if nothing else, too, like... Yeah, next weekend it's gonna be Super Bowl. It's gonna be like a holiday. So I don't know. They'd hang out with the girl. Take take the kids out. Like whatever you gotta do, family or girlfriend wise, get it done this weekend, boys. That's right. That way next weekend, it's all yours. Yes. Oh, it's gonna be a great Super Bowl too. <laughs> Bengals taking on the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah. I know. Somebody's like, you fired off about the game? I was like, eh, sort of. Going to a friend's house. We're having a wing off. Like, I hope the game's good, but... You got chicken wings. You already won. Chicken wings. Somebody else texted me last night. Oh, Steve, you will love this. Uh, A friend of ours in the Meltdown crew texted me. They were like, do you like strawberry shortcake? And I was like, well, yeah. Who doesn't? And they were like, well, I had a few... Like, I'm bringing a strawberry cheesecake... Strawberry shortcake cheesecake from Junior's. Hmm. Right? Isn't that in Brooklyn or is that the Bronx? No, I think that is Brooklyn. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, what? How do you get a cheesecake from Juniors? They're like, I had a little too much wine and ordered it. It's sitting in my freezer. And I was like, ooh, wow. that's going to be delicious. Yeah, if you can, bring some Tupperware and steal a slice for your friend Steve. You know, I should. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever been to a party, a Super Bowl <laughs> party. Up with Tupperware? Well, no, that there's not food left over, yeah. especially with that with the crew from Meltdown, because everybody's so generous. Yes. Like, I went to Joe's for, like, a Christmas dinner in early December, and I left with, like, like literally, I left with, like, two dessert, like, a whole cheesecake. Man. They were like, just take it to the tailgate with you tomorrow. I'm like, uh, okay. Like, oh. yeah, Joe's wife was like, single guys, will you take some food? We were like, okay. sure. So, then, yeah. That's what you do. If, if, if there's leftover. All right. Take leftover. I, I'll just I'll just take a piece to start. Okay. I mean, I was I wasn't going to be the devil on the shoulder, but I'll yeah, of steal course, it. I'll yeah. steal it for you. Steal some tinfoil, wrap it up in the tinfoil, bring like oh. bring something, a box. I don't know what. Yeah. Throw yeah. it in there. <laughs> don't forget it. Put it in like the sleeve of your jacket. That way you'll remember when you put your jacket back on. Here, here's the big issue. Uh-huh. Stealing it's not going to be the issue. It's going to be later in the night. Eating it. <laughs> right. Well, stone drunk me, not eat it. All right. I'll drive to your place. Let me know when you're heading home. And I'll be, I'm not going to be drunk, so I got to work the next day. <laughs> you let me know. I'll meet you at your house. <laughs> right. Hey, Steve, here you go. There is a bite out of it. Uh, I know we got to take a quick break because I want to get into the wide world of sports because there's stuff going on. But uh, uh, on Saturday... I mentioned it was the, the memorial for my grandfather, and right. just, it was it was incredible. Uh, my wife did the eulogy. There was a couple people like his brother did it, and then my wife did it. Right. Brother, uh, it was a you know older guy, a little bit more s- s- serious. He tried a couple lighthearted stories, but it was like you know it was a very somber one. And then my wife came up and crushed it, and mm-hmm. it was awesome. Like it, she was the talk of the night. I was so proud of her, and awesome. I know it was hard for her because she was very close with her grandfather, Ron. And everybody, I think, was very happy that they pressured her into doing it yeah. because she brought a lot of fun energy. You know, it was touching, a lot of tears shed, a lot of laughs as well. And I'm watching my wife. Grant, I didn't get to hear the speech, and I'll explain to you why in a second. But I'm watching the speech. And as I watch it, she was like, I was like watching like, like, a, like she was just in command of the entire room. 
like just poised, confident. It's a side of my wife I've never seen. And I was so proud. All right. And the rest of the night, people were coming up to me like, your wife was, I told her, I'm like, if I had a dollar for every person that said you did a great job, I'd have at least 60 bucks. <laughs> it, was, it was amazing, dude. But so the reason why I missed it is it never goes well when mom wants to go to the podium and Tater taught Tatum wants to go up there with her. So mom goes to the podium. Tatum starts going beeline straight to the podium as well. My first thought was, that's a cute moment. If it wasn't a eulogy at a funeral. Yeah, that's a tough one. If it's like a speech at uh, somebody's like, you know, graduation ceremony, go up there, Tatum. Cause a ruckus. I don't care. But this was like one of those things where I'm like, I got to grab her. Daddy grabs her. Daddy's the bad guy. Oh, bloody murder, yeah. I'm sure. Oh, my gosh. So I have the audio. Now, mind you, okay, you're going to hear a little bit of like a kind of like How a, do you have the audio? Because they recorded the eulogy. Oh, I was like. Shit, they put it in like a family shared like, Steve, folder. at this point, forget trying to record audio. You need to take it, get, get, get control oh, of the we're, kid. We're live streaming. <laughs> I was on Twitch. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, her aunt recorded it just to, to have. To have it, yeah, yeah. So they put it up in a little shared folder that we have on, on our iPhones. And I was like, oh, I want to hear if I could hear this. So as. Sid starts her speech, and you'll hear her. She's very broken up, but she got she pulled it together. All of a sudden, you just hear like a dying dinosaur <laughs> screaming. So here we go. What do you say about a man? She said, no daddy. I was going to say, I heard that. Yep. Oh, I want mommy. Yeah. And there comes the dinosaur. And it's just like, oh. and now I'm like, uh, my wife's cousin's wife is like, do you want me to take her? I'm like, you don't want this smoke. <laughs> like, I just, I'm like, no, it's fine. Grab her, go, there's a soundproof room at the church where All you right. can still see, right. but you can't hear. And they have a speaker in there, which happened to not be working. So I'm like, oh, you gotta be kidding me. So I'm watching the entire speech as my child is just screaming, but no one can hear her because nobody's turning to look at us. So well, that's just, good. Thank God. But I'm, that's my perspective of the speech. But I've heard the speech a bunch of times, so I knew it was going to be great. But it was like, oh, my gosh, of course. So now she wouldn't stop losing her mind. And I put her down. I'm like, Tatum, you got to stop. And she pushes me. And I'm like, okay, I can't do this. Like, this is just not good. I'm not going to, like, push her back, obviously. That's, that's an unfair fight. Um, yeah. But I, I grab her by the cheeks. Not hard, but just like a, you, you need to listen. Yeah. And... <laughs> She grabs me by the cheek and says, no, daddy. Jesus. I was like, holding her, crying. At one point, she finally comes and I go, look, I'm not happy with you, but I got to say, I respect the fact that you stood up to your father. <laughs> it was so funny. Oh, it my was a nightmare. Yeah, my cousin Kelly, she got married this summer and her sister Christina, same thing, was doing one of the readings. Oh. And her couple of her little, like the littler kids were just going nuts. And I'm just looking at Brian, the husband. He's just like, he just has this, like, he keeps walking them out of the back of the church. Yeah. You hear him kind of quiet down. They come back in. Ramps back up. Oh, my God. And I was just like, he can't win this. No, and it's like, you try and like, talk, like, look, if you stop crying, you can go and see your mother. Like, we'll go in there and we'll be like 10 feet from her. It'll be awesome. No, that's not, of course. You can't rationalize right. with this two-year-old. And it's the same thing, right? Because she's the maid of honor. So it's like, yeah. you can't go up there. Like just, but every time he brings them in, they kept getting loud. Oh and like, my me and my cousin Patrick were in the back back pew. We were just dying laughing. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. All right, whatever. <laughs> yeah, a couple of people were like, 
impressive how quickly you got swift you were to get her out of there. I'm like, oh, I was fully anticipating this was exactly how it was going to go. At like, least there was a soundproof room, dude. Seriously, because I think poor Brian had to like take him outside the church and mm-hmm. just like a like a horse, like just walk him in a circle. Dude, I thought for sure I was going to have to. I thought there's no way they're not going to hear this, but that that soundproof room was genuinely soundproof. Nobody turned and looked. What is it for? I think exactly for that. For crying kids? Yes, I think so. I think right, it's, like the, not, it's like the, it's, the loud kid room. Because it's not Catholic, so they don't have no. Uh, confessionals. No, I, th- it, I think it's it's for parents. All right. To take their kids so they can just be loud and annoying. <laughs> oh, But the best part, Sid, afterwards, is like, you know, honestly, hearing her cry like brought her back to earth. You know what I right, mean? Right, like, she she's heard broken that, up, starting it, and then it's like, all right. That got her back, gained her composure. Almost got a little bit of a chuckle out of the fact that dad is about to be miserable for the next 15 minutes, which I was. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> right. It soundproof, so but I bet it was so loud in there. It was, it was, it was 15 straight minutes. Oh. Then she's laying on the floor and she's slamming her head down. Oh, it was just like, there was no winning. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sorry, dude. That sounds like a nightmare. Kids, you should have them, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> right? Get in line. Have the fun. Terrible twos. Totally a fake thing. Oh, yeah. And from what I've seen with my kids' friends, like, wait till three. Oh, great. That, that's, what, that's what a couple of my friends, they go, everybody tells you about the terrible twos. They don't tell you that it continues into three. The terrible threes, the effing fours. Yeah, I feel like four or five, they're a little quiet and they can listen a little and they can talk more. Okay. But yeah, the, everything I see with two and threes, it's like, oof, that hey. is a two-year process. That is not a one-year, two-year-old uh, two thing. Well, wake me up when it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a quick break. When we All come right. back, we'll get into the world of sports. If we do have time, I'd love to chat a little Richard Sherman with you, because apparently right. he's angered the entire Seahawks fan base. Oh, I heard it. It's fine. I, I, yeah, well, that, that, that's the same opinion I have. When the Mega Cash <laughs> returns. <laughs> They say I should say something nice about Ted and Steve. These guys are so dumb that you'll feel way smarter just by listening. How's that? The Megacast will be back. Introducing the new Road Rage Rover. Equipped with automatic revenge mode. If someone dings your door in a parking lot... The Road Rage Rover waits a few minutes until they leave the area, extends three aluminum bats, and does some new bodywork on their ride. Some will argue, is it fair, and will it really teach other drivers something? What the? We believe so. The new Road Rage Rover, not affiliated with Range Rover. I wish the entire Kraken hockey team would line up and shoot pucks at Ted and Steve's face. Sorry, that was a little aggressive. I just want them to shut up. The Megacast is back. <laughs> Can you put a kid in a rickshaw? <laughs> it's not a bad idea. I think parents need rickshaws. Wait, we're just talking about kids that are too big for strollers that you don't want to carry them all around. Like, yeah. Ah, Steve, you might be on to something. The, the, we need like a collapsible rickshaw. Yeah. 
Oh, that'd be awesome. It would be kind of gangster. A little speaker on it. <laughs> Seahawks colors. <laughs> you know, I'm your kid. Take some drunk adults to the Seahawks game. <laughs> Rick Shaw. Hey, Tim, before we get to the wild world, so it's actually had something to do with sports. You'll All be right. proud of me because I just got a video of a, a match. I haven't released it yet, but it's a match between myself and Max Burnside that was at DOA Pro Wrestling in Portland. All right. So I go to Portland. And I'm being yelled at because I'm the bad guy. Sure. And the crowd starts telling me that I suck. And I thought of you when I did this. Some call it cheap heat, but I felt like it was the right kind of heat to give to this fan base. I'll make this quick because they pay me to talk and they don't pay me enough to talk here in this stupid room in Portland, Oregon. You're absolutely right. This was supposed to be for a verified championship, but Kimberly cheated. Treating Max Burnside this way. Just like the Timbers, I understand. You guys know a lot about sucking. <laughs> I like it. I like it, Steve. I was like, you know what? We'll Give it to him. Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, do I go with the Trailblazers? I'm like, no. I yeah. go with the Timbers. You could write either one would have worked. But I feel like the Timbers dig it all. It is. Because they're over, passionate. Yeah, and there's a rivalry with Seattle. And, and I make it a point to say I'm Seattle's biggest star when I come out there. Right. And right. A lot of Seattle people cheer for the for the Blazers. Yeah. Right now, yeah. by default, yeah. we have some people that have become Trailblazers fans. But yeah. Timbers, yeah, they do. Go stuff. to hell. Yeah. Kiss my ass. <laughs> kiss my ass. <laughs> Spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport. The thrill of victory. You suck. You and suck. The agony of defeat. <laughs> and your strippers are ugly. Is huh. Ted Smith's Wide World of Sport. I mean, that's not going crazy. <laughs> Brought to you by Smith Family Popcorn. Good people. Great popcorn. Did you hear about the story about Danny V and, and uh, Joey? They went to Portland this past weekend. Okay. To, to hit strip clubs. Yeah. And at the end of the night, they're wasted. It's like, I don't know, 10, 11, maybe even midnight. And Joe's like, Danny, you pick the next strip club we go to. So he went like on like Yelp or like Google and Googled like a place to go. And they end up at a place that turned out was not a strip club. It was a brothel. What? Yes. And so they get in there and like when they first show up, they're like, this is kind of weird. There's no signage, just a pink and purple light shining down. They go in, there's like a red square and it says to stand in the red square. So like, or it's like red tape around the floor. So now they're standing in there and they waited like a good five, 10 minutes until a woman came out. They said a woman came out. She was hands down the hottest woman they've ever met in their life. And then she's like, do you guys know why you're here? And they're like, is this a strip club? And like, no, honey, this is not a strip club, but we do do these certain things. And for this amount of money, you could do this, 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 and this. For 140 bucks, we could, you could go in there, get completely naked, take care of yourself while a girl dances on you. And well, if you want to pay a little bit more, you could do more. And then they're like, oh, this is not what we wanted. She's like, well, hold on one second. She leaves, sends out another girl who's hotter than the hottest girl they've ever seen in their life, the girl right before that, who then tried to like give them more of a, you know, a set, an upsell and say, hey, la, 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 why don't you guys, there's a bar across the street. Why don't you go to the bar? Loosen up. Come back. If not, we're open 24 hours. Wow. They, yeah, and they got out. They got an Uber to get out of there, and then the Uber driver's like, oh, yeah, that place. Oh, yeah, da, da, da. And there's another place in Vancouver, and I'm like, wait, there's brothels in Portland? I mean, <laughs> we went online and, and found the website, and holy, dude, the girls that are uh, featured on their website 
are smoke shows. That's so wild. It blew me away when they told the story. I was like, what? Like, I've had some wild times in Portland. Like, yes. that seems like something I would have known about. I feel like at some point someone would have told us about that. Well, I know who would have. Right. <laughs> All right. I just thought that was pretty funny. You mentioned that. That is awesome. What an incredible night. Well, and look, if you see those two guys standing there and they seem nervous, like, I would be like, oh, this could be easy 300 bucks for to make off this guy. Right. And I was even saying, I'm like, I bet that, like those five minutes, like the, all the girls that are not at work that are in like the back room looking at the video, they're probably like, you look like you'd be his kind of girl. Why don't you go out there? But Joey's you, single. Yeah. <laughs> He's got daddy's money. <laughs> all right. I got to stop. <laughs> I'll show you the website after the show. All right. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's talk some sports, Steve. Uh, the Super Bowl is set. <laughs> The Bengals versus uh, the Rams. Uh, some people on Twitter were not happy with me when I said I was cheering for the Rams. Here's the deal. If I'm watching a game, Seahawks aren't involved. I'm going to cheer for somebody. Yes. Stan Kroenke owns the Rams, a few other teams, and Arsenal. He's trying to run Arsenal into the ground for my view. So I hate Stan Kroenke. Thus, I hate the Rams. I don't want to see anything happy happen to him. Yes. Uh, oh, so you rooted for the 49ers. So I was cheering for the Niners. Okay, yeah, yeah. Dude, I was too after our talks about Garoppolo. You sold me on Garoppolo. Yeah. It's the truth, right? And he yeah. puts, like, yeah, if he's not injured, he does well. Right. Good looking dude. He's hooking up with porn stars. Yeah, I mean, like, he checks all the boxes. Even like yes, even yesterday. Like, his coach came out and was like, I don't know, we got to do some thinking. Garoppolo was like, just send me somewhere where they want to win. Like he knows the writings on the wall. Like yeah. you didn't, you didn't move up in the draft to get a quarterback and think he, and, you know, he's not right. a moron. Right. It's not going to be like a a Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers situation. Yeah. It's Which gonna... I do find amazing that Aaron Rodgers and Favre are buddies now. Yeah. Because Favre's <laughs> doing the same thing. Well, or it's like no, Rodgers. Bush are friends now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, eventually, the enemies one day become friends. <laughs> Generally. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the Bengals got in there. Awesome game to watch on Sunday. Uh, I'm excited for them. I love Burrow. Dude. He's so cool. He looks cool. He gives great answers in press conferences. What did someone say? Like he had like a diamond necklace. Yeah. They're like, are those real diamonds? He goes, they should be for the amount of money that I make. He said, I make too much money to have fake ones. That's what it is. I was like, you are telling the truth. But if you see how he answered it too, it's not like cocky. He's just like, yeah, I, they're like, to tell us about the chain. He's like, I thought it looked cool, so I bought it. I'm a multi, multi million. Right. And then somebody's like, oh, is it fake? And he goes, Well, no, I make too much money to have fake ones. <laughs> I love people putting a side by side picture of him and old school Dwayne The Rock Johnson with the turtleneck oh, and yeah. the gold chain. I'm like, I love this guy even more. I just like, right, because I I kind of slept in a little bit. Get up, and I, I just see on Twitter like him walking into the stadium with that gangster jacket, the <sighs> turtleneck, and the chain, and people are just like, Bengals by 100. Like, yeah. <laughs> like they, That dude's not losing that freaking game. <laughs> and I love that they're the home team at the Rams stadium. That is so weird to me. So funny. Like, for the Rams, I'm just like, that is odd to be in your own stadium, but yet you're the visitor. So do they have to get dressed in the visitor's yes. locker from... <laughs> Yeah, you got to move all your gear next door. How infuriating. Now, I'm sure it's still a gangster locker room because that's the way they build these stadiums. Yeah. But you would have to think the Rams one's a little nicer still. Do you, Yeah, you know, uh, I was about to say, if you're the Bengals, you'd say, you know what, just 
Stay in your locker room. Oh, no chance. But no, of course you don't do that. If you, I'm you the Bengals, I'm getting, I'm getting there early. I'm staying late. If there's like an extra amenity in yeah. this locker room, we're using it. I'm gonna find a little compartment, maybe poop in it. Yeah, we're gonna go. We're gonna go on Saturday and really like just say like, like let's just hot tub in their hot tub. Let's pee in it. <laughs> I sent pictures too. Look at us peeing in your hot hey, tub. Hey, Matt Stafford. Yeah, you don't want to open up that drawer. <laughs> Right? Can you imagine like the Rams players? Like you gotta take all your toiletries out and move them next door. The frame picture of you and your kids. Oh, oh! I know. It's so freaking weird. Everybody's like, it's not that big of a deal. I'm like, I, I look. I don't know if it's gonna affect the game, but that is just strange to me. It's to a be- massive inconvenience, right? And it's your field, right? Because I mean, granted, at the end of the season, they're all gonna. You're just speeding up the inevitable. Like you're moving your stuff out anyway. I mean, yeah, I should, I guess both locker rooms are super nice, right? Because the Chargers play there too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, so Still, I don't know if, though. if they play. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just weird. That's what I was saying. It'd be like coming in here. Somebody else is doing. We like we'd have to do our show to compete against another show, but they're in our studio. It'd be like, what the f? Right, right. And they removed all of our mics to put their mics in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's see what else. Uh, USA soccer. I mean, you got to be Canada. Yeah. Yeah. You have possession. You had shots on goal. You still lost 2 0. And if you want the game to grow, maybe have it on a regular channel. Like I watched it on Telemundo because it was only on Paramount Plus. It was not only on Paramount Plus? Yeah. That's why I watched it on Telemundo. Gosh. So I didn't really understand a ton of what they were saying, but it's like, like you're going up against the NFL. You're playing yeah. Canada, which you could build into a good rivalry. And then you don't even have it on regular TV for people. It's like, I don't, it's like, come on, NBC, just put that on. That's why I'm like, it's like with the hockey, man. Like everyone was like, oh, like, oh, ESPN and, and NHL back together again. It's like, yeah, it's really cool. When they show a game, it's on ESPN Plus, so you have to have the streaming service. They don't put them on their actual ESPN channels. So yeah. like, what's the freaking point? Like at least when they were with NBC Sports, granted that's not around anymore. Every so often they were having games on NBC on like Saturday afternoons, and it was cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's another thing. You know what I watched Saturday night? What's that? Saturday or hockey night in Canada. Oh, the best coverage. Yeah, because I had done like I had done the Globe Trotters and stuff. Then I was sitting at home and it was like 839. I was like, wonder what's on. And I was like, oh, look at me being Canadian. Yes. They do a great job. They do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's, that's it's like Monday night football every, for them. Yeah, on Saturday, Saturday nights. Night. Yep. As long yeah. as there's a team from Canada playing, that game ends up on on hockey night in Canada. Yeah, exactly. And so. I hope that I, I I hope that there's going to be another one with like the Kraken where it'll be Hockey Night in Canada as well because that'd be fun to watch them that way. Yeah, and I don't like I get NFL is built into Sundays, mm-hmm. but I mean that's one of the things I love about college football. Like there's something fun about a Saturday evening game and I love it and hanging out. So it's like yeah, I kind of dig that the Canadians are like our biggest game of the week is a Saturday night. I'm like that's freaking awesome. And I know you're probably not as much of a fan of it as I am because you guys are still on the air. I am a big fan of the East Coast swing for hockey because that means all the games start at four. I get to enjoy them. It's <laughs> I don't have to stay up late. And then when they played the Rangers, I wish they would have won that game. But that was freaking awesome because it was an early game in New. New York, which meant the game started at 10 a.m. here. The Islanders. No, it's a game against the Rangers that they Did already they play played. The, I thought they were playing the Islanders on Sunday. They play, were supposed to play the Islanders on Saturday. It got pushed back. Got it's going to be tonight, Wednesday right. night. And then they p- played the Rangers on Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Oh, they're playing them this Sunday. Last Sunday. <laughs> when so, the, right, they were in Boston last night. Yes. 
I'm so confused. It's okay. All right. Yeah, I forgot that game was on. <laughs> well, we got to talk about uh, Richard Sherman, but we both agreed that it wasn't that big of a deal. So, and he's right. I mean, he's calling out me too. It's like right, like the Seahawks have been good. Like right, Wagner is the man. Yeah. I, the only thing I would say is that pe- like us, just regular fans, we don't know how the money works. Right. So like right, like ideally, yeah, don't get rid of Bobby. Like add some weapons. I think sometimes. Uh, for athletes, and what Sherm's saying is like, well, you can't get rid of. The, it's like, right? Like, I wouldn't have got rid of anybody for yeah, another like, couple you, years. You guys wanted all the Legion of Boom gone. I'm like, I don't remember anyone wanting the entire Legion of Boom gone. I think it was the the management had to have some of them go, yeah, because you couldn't afford them all anymore, right? But as a fan, yeah, here's a here's a quick clip that seemed to like one of the ones that just kind of got into people's skins. It's like 30 seconds. These fans, these fans had never won anything before we got here. Yeah. They had never won anything. They 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 went to the Super Bowl in, in 06 and we're happy to be there. You know? Yeah. And that was their biggest claim. And then we get there, we win the Super Bowl, we spoil them with, with historic defense, and then all of a sudden that's their expectation. Now their expectation oh, yeah. is is oh, we're going to the Super Bowl every year. Like y'all have only been to to three in the history of your your, your organization. Yeah. Now you go now you're going every year. No, but you can't appreciate that. And that's him with Cliff Aver on the Richard Sherman podcast. Um, yeah, I mean, like fans just want to see winners. But on the flip side, I think he's talking more to the annoying Twitter fans. The, yeah. the, the ones that just go online and want everyone fired or, or blown out if you have one bad game. Not mo- Most fans aren't like that. Most fans are like, just we're happy to have a winning franchise. Right. And like, look, I've been through this with Maryland basketball. Like Maryland basketball fans, right? We won a title in like 01, 02 season. But yeah, the fan base is still like, we should do this, we should do that. And like, they got rid of Turgeon. Basically, the fans were always like, you got to fire him. It's like, right. Now the program doesn't look that good. And it's like, right. Yeah. You got to, that is the one thing I've noticed. Like, when your program gets good, I have this conversation with my one buddy all the time. Is it better to just suck and then have like one year where you're good? Right. Or once you establish that you're a team like the Hawks are, then it's like, you can't enjoy a nine ten like you want more and more every right. year. You win twelve games, but you you you're out in the first round of the playoffs. It's a massive disappointment. Yeah. Whereas I I think uh, most fans we would just like to see them win more than one game in a playoff round. Like you know what I mean yeah. Maybe well, go you to want the, to build on something. Go to the NFC Championship round. I think I'd be pretty happy. But yeah, like look at Cincinnati right now. They were what two and fourteen two seasons ago. Some yeah, so two or four win like just something it's terrible bad. So of course like they're closing school the next day after the Super Bowl. Like it's a whole different vibe there. It is. Yeah. It is. And yeah. I don't know. I mean, look, the, the main thing I would get on the Seahawks about is like, you just got to draft better. Yes. Yes. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. I'd be very curious. Well, we don't have a first round pick. Not that, yep. they ever, not that they ever do much with a first round pick anyway. No, no, no. But it's like when you see Jamal Chase, you're like, oh, Christ. Like a, <laughs> one receiver can make a massive difference. <laughs> All right. We got to get out of here yeah, man. Uh, this weekend. I've got absolutely nothing going on. Yeah. I got a pretty, again, I'm I'm same way. Last weekend was pretty quiet. This weekend's pretty quiet. The next weekend, Super Bowl. No, oh, I cannot wait. I, it's weird having to because today is the eight-year anniversary of, of the, the Hawks, Seahawks winning, yeah. winning the Super Bowl. Yesterday was the seven-year of them losing it. And hey, Tom Brady retired. It's kind of weird. I wish I would have seen him not win a Super Bowl, but it's cool to be able to say that I got to witness Tom Brady play in a Super Bowl and win it. I just wish it oh, wasn't yeah. against the Seahawks. And I want to say CenturyLink is like the only field he never won in. Oh, really? Right, because he played here the one time, and that's yep. when that's when the Legion of Boom really showed up, and they beat him. That's when it all kind of like st- started believing. And then I think the next time he came to town, he was injured or something, so he didn't play. I think you're right. Yeah, and yeah. it's just rare that the 
that the Pats and the uh, and the Seahawks play. Yes, that's very true. Yeah, right. They played last. That was a hell of a game last year with Cam Newton. Oh yes, it's early in the year, Sunday night football shootout. That was fun. Now, I was just thinking quickly. Like I, I, I've seen Tom Brady play, and so I've seen one of the greatest of all time in football play. All right, I saw Kobe Bryant play before the Sonics left uh, on courtside too, and that was amazing. So I got to see one of the greatest of all time in basketball. And growing up in New York, when Wayne Gretzky was on the Rangers, I got to see Gretzky and Messier play a bunch. Um, so it's kind of cool. Right, like, that's like, back, the- like getting to see some of the goats. I got to see play. Yeah, I had tickets to see Jordan play when he was in oh, D.C., but he got injured. That would have been cool. And then LeBron, his first stint with the Cavaliers, I went to a Sox game, but he didn't play that. Night. Oh. So I've seen him on a basketball court. Oh, that's enough. I was going to go to a, 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 uh, a Heat playoff game when we were at a radio convention because I just wanted to see LeBron play, and it didn't happen. I was in Miami like right after they had won a championship, and I bought a hat mm-hmm. and a shirt. And then left, and then I, I had to travel like three planes from Miami back to here. I left it. I left it in one of the planes. Like oh. got off the plane and then like remembered and like went back. They were like, "Dude, we I, I have, we have no idea. We already cleaned the place." Like, <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's pretty cool though to be able to say that you've seen some of the goats. Yeah, for sure. All right, we gotta go. Yeah, man, I gotta go. All right, fine. Go All buy right. buy your summer meltdown tickets. All right, I'll see you next week. <laughs> All right, follow us on Twitter at the Megacast.